Here we are, episode 56, I think, in the house, and I've just turned up at uh, Jared's uh, mansion. Um, unlike other mansions around the world, e.g. the Playboy Mansion, this uh, house is inhabited by two dogs, um, and, and Jared, of course. Molly and Bella. They both have owls in their name. These are the two dogs. So we've got uh, Molly is a, a, a moggy Labrador. She looks mottled. Yeah, she's fed Spoiled. She's just had a few eater ripples, chips, which I think isn't on her diet. You don't tell her owner that, eh? Oh, hey, Molly. And then we've got Bella over here. Bella's a sheep dog. She's actually an eye dog. Yep. Yeah, that, if you don't know what that means, she's not a seeing eye dog like the Labrador. She uh, stares sheep out. In this case, she stares tennis balls out. But uh, she does sneak up on things like a sheep dog. Lucky we're not taking these guys to any red carpet events. And uh, tonight we're going to be seeing Superman versus Batman. And no dogs allowed, apparently. Yeah, well, uh, apparently uh, dogs are like kryptonite in picture theatres. Uh, they tend to slow things down or chase yeah. the punters away. Hey, um, yeah, Lex Luthor. Somebody said I look like Lex Luthor, but like a, a, a sort of black version. Like Lex Luthor. Black. Bluther. Bluther. Blackther. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wonder why they never had a black Luther. Actually, you do look a bit like Lex Luther. Is Lex Luther, in fact, going to be in this movie? He is. Apparently, he's got hair, so it's obviously not me. But he's a younger version of the Lex Luther tonight. And I think it's Ben Affleck, not Christian Bale, playing the Batman role, which kind of, for me, is a little bit El Stinko. Well, for for the American crew, eh, I mean, that's their equivalent of James Bond, really. Uh, they've had attempts at having you know, uh, triple X and all that, but it doesn't really work. Batman for the Americans is like the new James Bond. So we've got a new Batman, uh, Ben Affleck. And, of course, he's not only a new actor, but this is the first time Batman puts on his robotic suit. This is robot Batman. That's how he's going to muster up the strength to fight Superman. So we've got Batflick versus Henry Cavill as Superman. I'm going to look uh, good in my new Australian T-shirt here that you brought me, Jerry. Yeah. Let me just paint a picture. I'm wearing this shirt. It's kind of tight, a little bit tight. So there's a few little muffin top things going on. But hey, yeah. what the hell? It's definitely a Superman shirt. But instead of having an S, it's got a kangaroo. And it's got Australia yeah, on it's it. It's bright red. It's red. Bright red instead of bright blue. I wish I bought a Superman T-shirt just for this occasion. Yeah, just need a red tea towel now. Uh, from your kitchen uh, It's going to be really good I'm looking forward to the Batman uh, versus uh, Superman Okay <laughs> And I wonder I wonder if they know each other As their mortal selves You know like as Clark Kent And um, what's yeah. Batman's alias His AK also known as uh, oh, Bruce, Clark uh, Bruce Jenner uh, No Bruce Jenner It's Caitlin um, Yeah Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne yeah, yeah, the Wayne family. I wonder if Bruce and Clark, you know, maybe maybe Clark's doing a story on Bruce. Wasn't there Lois? I wonder if Lois is going to... No, she's... Lois she's, Lane? Lois Lane, you reckon? I don't know. Who's going to be Lex Luthor? Is it, last, last Lex Luthor was um, old... Was it Gene Hackman? No, that was, that was like decades ago. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. Christopher Reeves. That's Christopher Reeves. I need to update my drives. No, it was oh, what's Kevin Spacey was the last one, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, it should be a good, a good old event. Unfortunately, Jared won't be joining me, so we've had to recruit another plus one. <laughs> Who's coming dressed up as Batman, I hear. Yes, should be a good old time. But first, uh, we're going to have a talk to somebody who's on the line. Uh, let's give a bit of a background story on this person. Um, in the meantime, his name is David Lower Pepe. He's a lead singer for an Australian indie band called Gang of Youths. 
Um, when we come back, we're going to be talking to them on the phone, live. And then also, while we're doing that, we're going to listen to one of their songs called Magnolia, which is kind of a nice little hit to segue into the interview. Magnolia. Magnolia. Coming up soon, interview with David Lower Pepe. Quit honking your arms, there's five other lanes, and I am king of them all, and faster than light, with my fists in the air, if my body is alive. Right, we're back again, it's Wall and Jared. Uh, Jared, who have we got on the telephone line? Uh, sorry, you got a mouthful of Eda Ripples. Sorry about that, yeah. I think, is that in the budget, those chips, or did you bring them, uh, are they BYO? BYO. Oh, that's good. No worries. Can I have some? Help, Jeff. Yeah. Cheers, bro. So we've got two dogs listening here waiting for the next person we have on the tele- telephone line. That's a good name for a band, eh? Two dogs waiting. Two dogs waiting on the telephone line. Mm. Hold the line. Lau Pepe, the famous rugby league name. Yeah, it is. He's got quite a good pedigree for a name, Lau Pepe. He's, he's Aussie as. I mean, he's, he's brought up there in Brisbane in Queensland. Who's James play for? James. Um, who's Kiwi? Wasn't Warrior? he Kiwi? Warrior. Yeah. I think he might have been as well. I think they'd be related. But he's very Kiwi as. So uh, let's welcome now on the phone from Australia, we have Mr. David Pepe. Kia ora. Kia ora. If you could, who would you like to do a collab with or a collaboration with? I don't know. I'm terrible collaborating. So as much as I'd like to collaborate with somebody, I think uh, it would be like a fruitful thing. Yeah, because I'm too like, I'm either not assertive enough or kind of overly precious about things. I, I can't really find a middle ground. So generally, if I'm in a collaborate, like collaborative effort with someone, I can, you know, foster some approval for whatever they do, whilst withholding my own like sensibilities, and then it just kind of turns out being the other person's work with my like hand on it. So I'd be a terrible collaborator. But if I had to, I don't know. I guess um, fuck. I don't even know who's on the bill. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry, man. It's all good. Yeah, all good. But, uh, I just looked at your Wikipedia. That's like a weird thing to happen. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. You got Wikipedia on there. I think me and Jared should have one as well. I read that you went through a separation from your wife and contemplated suicide. Actually, I actually made a past contemplating and attempted, so that's what Magnolia is actually about. Uh, your songs, do they deal with the dark side or the personal side of your life? I feel like, the, I feel like this music needs to reflect all sides of my life. Um, I think I focused on the darker parts because I like eliciting, you know, like a phoenix out of the ashes um, type uh, configuration from it. I think I like the idea of horrible things. So I'm a firm believer in full disclosure when it comes to making art. Um, Some people are able to make music with certain, you know, fantastic frivolities that are fun and engaging for people, but I'm unable to do so. I I think I function on on a level that's, I probably have this really fucked up relationship with music in that it's both a bane of my life and the, and the saviour. Drawing on personal experience can be a powerful release? It's like, you know, my confessional booth as well as uh, my escapism. So perhaps there's like a complexity there that exists in terms of my relationship as a result of like, you know, mm. consciously uh, annotating the permutations of my life through this medium. Hey Dave, just about your video, music video for uh, Magnolia, which is awesome. Uh, me and Jerry just had a quick squiz at it and uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of charming. How many takes? Kind of charming, yeah, it had some nice little tricks in it. Yeah. The guys of the baseball bats reminded me of the baseball furies from the Warriors. Yeah, or um, yeah, Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange, yeah. I like dancing, I don't know, I think the relationship between me and dance is a f- 
uh, tentative, strange, awkward one. <laughs> but I've learned to embrace embrace my kind of like my swinging hips. I guess the gyrations are important to the, every video clip now. So I feel like every video clip has an element of dance and fire. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely, man. You just got to go for it. That's what I tell Jared, man. Just let yourself go. Let loose. I mean, look at Drake and and Hotline Bling. Yeah, he's a bad dancer, though. He dances. He dances like my uh, like my uncle. He's a blackie. So you got to love him. Yeah, you're right. No one says that Drake dances like an uncle, right? He dances like an uncle. No one wants to say that Drake's a fucked up dancer because they don't want to become an internet pariah because people are so secure about being, you know, being the one person who doesn't like Drake's music. I like Drake's music. He just can't dance, and it's endearing. It's endearing, like, oh, you were Jimmy from Degrassi, and you, you know. Spontaneous dance. You've got to have it on your video, even on you know the one we just saw you and on Magnolia. Well, the Beyonce thing definitely wasn't spontaneous. That was premeditated. I've decided that in every video clip, I need to make one reference to one of Beyonce's dance moves. So I think Crazy in Love's next. Man, can she dance? And she goes out with that guy. That guy? You mean Jay Z, Jared? Well, she's married to him, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, to be fair, Jay Z, in 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 his own right, is uh, one of the most influential black musicians of the 20th century. But um, yeah, come on, Beyonce, you can do better. Yeah, come on, Beyonce, you can do better. I think so. Anyway, I love that song, by the way. Eh? New York, Jay Z, he's the man. Just throw throw that in. She could have gone for a Denzel, you know, but she went for a Jay Z. Yep, they're definitely building an empire. <laughs> So, um, what are you looking forward to doing when you come over here? Do you have family or friends in New Zealand? Yeah, so Max, uh, this is so funny that the, that the questions are coming to me. I was interviewed because Max, our bass player, is born and raised in Hamilton. Oh, he nice. is the most... Dude, that's what we said. Hamilton's a shithole, apparently. I don't know about it, but... He's the one who's like... I'm the most patriotic New Zealander ever. He's so into <laughs> New Zealand, like, so... I might be talking wrong, but what are we going to do in New Zealand? I don't know. Like, look at green rolling hills and pretend to be hobbits. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Just ending, how's the album, your album, The Positions, doing? Uh, I've been doing, like, shitloads. I don't actually know how it's doing because I tend not to focus on that because I tend to become a little bit too obsessive about <sighs> the minutiae of the, the career thing and then I get all stressed out and weird and insecure and, like, why the fuck is Kevin Parker this and I'm not, you know, it doesn't work. I've become like a total wreck, so how's it been going? I don't know. We've been touring a lot. Yeah, no, it's been great to hear your heart behind the the Wikipedia boob. Yeah, yeah, it's boob. Yeah. Oh mate. I gotta go edit that shit. Really good. Thanks. I think we're gonna get some more Eater Ripple chips, I think. Oh my god, I have to Google this. I'm sorry, this is hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna show my mum the shit on there is like wrong. I actually have to look at it right now. Cheers for taking the time to talk to us, David. Take care, man. I'll see you I'll see you when we're over there, mate. Hey yeah, and uh, best of luck with your um with your career and the album The Positions check it out talk soon bro thanks a lot cheers yeah see you thanks boop, boop. see you David still walk in those arms yeah just drive around cause you're all being ignored dead pen and bright Yeah, quite an interesting character. Some interesting thoughts behind that guy. I mean, he's, he's quite a, obviously a philosophical kind of person. Yeah, and he's got his own Wikipedia page. I wonder who made that. Yeah, maybe, like he said, maybe it's his mum. I better check to see if I've got one. Have you got a Wikipedia page? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked, actually. Yeah, we've got a captive audience today. We've got Bella there with her head in the pantry, and then we've got Molly down here uh, as we record episode 56 of New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Molly loves... 
Um, one day we'll have a human audience in the studio here recording the podcast show. What do you reckon? Should we invite real people? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with people, eh? But dogs are a bit. Uh, well, dogs are a man's best friend. Okay. Well, here we are recording episode 56 for the masses, and uh, we've got uh, Batman, Superman tonight. But also, uh, Anzac's coming up as well in April. Uh, Jared, tell us about there's uh, some awesome new movie coming out, Anzac movie. I think it's actually. I think it's New Zealand's best film. I have to say. How Bella's licking my leg. She ain't humping it, but she's licking it. All right. Uh, 25 April. I think it's the best film that, or a film that's moved me the most, uh, the, probably the smartest film that the film New Zealand Film Commission has got behind. Because, you know, I mean, nothing against New Zealand filmmaking. Cause they, they, but all I'm saying is that they've done exceptionally well with this film. And so it's, it's basically the story of six people who were at Gallipoli, a nurse, some kind of uh, officer, and some field soldiers. And it's their story. And it's all done uh, with with actors reading their voices. What's the name of the movie called? To animation. And the movie's called the twenty well, twenty five April. That's it. It's it's honestly it's made for young people so that they can sort of understand what, what Anzac's all about. But it's just a brilliant film. This show has gone to the dogs, literally, as we look around us, the uh, the audience. Okay. Um can you tell me also about the answer? You, you mentioned about the flag thing, how you uh, gave you a feeling about... Uh, tell us about the, about the feeling about the, the Union Jack on the flag when you saw this movie. I mean, it's quite hot now, the, the, the flag referendum. But you were sharing something with me. Share, share it with us. Well, all, all I can say is that um, when you watch the film, as you know, the, um, the Anzacs were under the control of the British Army. Yeah. And you go right back, it's probably... Um, it's actually the first time where old... Um, the cigar totaling anyway yeah. <laughs> cut to the chase yeah, cut to the chase. anyway the British basically the British officers sent the Kiwis and the Aussies to their deaths really and so with this flag referendum you kind of had I have seen the film before I voted on the flag to get rid of the Union Jack I may have voted I'm not saying which way I voted but I, I definitely think people would have voted to get rid of uh, the Union Jack after seeing this film because it was a real disaster. Um, Churchill at his worst. Because World War Two was Winston Churchill at his best. World War One is Churchill at his worst. Kiwis dying for no reason at all. Aussies dying for no reason at all. And if you can catch this, well, we're wearing Australian t-shirts. You're telling me that once you saw this movie, it changed your mind about the flag referendum. You decided to to ditch the Union Jack to go for the new flag design after seeing this movie. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I would have. I'm not saying which way I voted, but I'm thinking, yeah, if I had seen this movie before I saw the film, I might have voted, I would definitely have voted to get rid of the Union Jack. That's how it made me feel. Having said that, the film is not a grudge film. It's, it's just a brilliantly told, well-made film. It's called 25 April. It comes out on the 28th of April. Uh, I think it's, it's one of those films... That should almost be compulsory, but you know, not, not just because it's a good film, but because it's just a great story. Um, that sounds interesting. Now, listen, we're also uh, without Yulia, our crazy Russian cohort co-host, who's in Rarotonga with her mum. So, uh, mad shout out to Yulia and her mum in Raro. Yeah, talofa lava, talofa. Sure, what? they're getting bullivanakit over there. Oh, that's that's Fiji. Uh, yeah, what do they say there? Uh, kia ora, kia ora. Yeah, yeah. 
Kiorana. Check us out. We're on Instagram now. So we've actually got an Instagram account with uh, my mug, Jared's mug, and Yulia as well. And uh, we're also, Jared and myself are also paired with Leo Koziol, uh, who's the host of Korero Kiriata, which is, uh, you're the Māori attaché ambassador. What does that mean? Mm, kore, uh, uh, what is it? Kore. Korero Kiriata means yeah. uh, kiriata. movie talk. Movie talk. Kiriata is movie. Kiriata yep. movie and Korero is... I knew you know, bro. Conversation, yeah. Um, so that's every Friday. We're on uh, Friday morning at about 10, 10.45 we're on. Just giving an entertainment roundup. Yeah, now it's not an FM station, but you can listen to it on the internet or an AM. What's yeah. the dial? Yeah, you, you can, can stream it. it. You can stream it. You can stream it on the on the internet. Um, Radio Watia. Yeah, it's on an AM channel and it's, um, what's the number, 600 and something? No, no, I think it's uh, something, something. I can't remember offhand, but you can use Auntie Google. Somebody called Google Auntie Google the other day. I thought it was kind of uh, delicate. Yeah, Watia. How do you spell that? W-A-A-T-E-A. To the untrained ear or eye, it would look like Wati. Like T? Like you're just an all T. Watia. Mm. Oh, bro. Makes sense. We're both Māori. We're in the way ways. As you can hear in the background, we're Bella's getting a bit hoha. Uh, Molly's crashed out on the floor. It's feeding time. Yes, let's go. Uh, so on that note... We should play something uh, Batman, Superman-ish. Uh, have we got any songs that come up to mind? Um, Prince? No, not Prince. Uh, Superman well, songs? You know, we're talking about the change of Batman, but you know, Adam West is still the Batman for me. Da, 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 da. Oh, sorry. That's Hawaii Five-O. No, 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 no. What is the Superman theme? Um, Superman was, uh, it was, it was a, I can only remember that black and white one TV show. And, yeah, Superman, Superman when you're yeah, like a little yeah, kid yeah. when you're like a little kid and they look like he you was put your arm on in. a glass table and they were filming him with some guys moving the sky behind him that's what they did back in the day mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. alright well keep it real keep it on the streets this is Wal and this is Jared and Molly and Bella on the ground yeah saying hello from Yulia yeah from Rarotonga and we'll catch you guys next time on New Zealand Entertainment Podcast Bow. Still walking those horns Yeah, just drive around Cause you're all being ignored Dead pen and bright As I flip you the bird I'm a pain in the ass Yeah, I'm a real piece of work Just waving my arms like some terrible mind And shaking my ass Till they kiss a